What is up, conscious monkeys? Welcome to Catch Up with Clayton. I'm your host, Clayton, and happy 420. Well, I guess it's probably after 420 because you would be listening to this after me talking, which is on 420, but you guys would be hearing it after. So I hope you guys had a great 420. <laughs> I swear I haven't celebrated yet. But <laughs> anyhow, just hopefully you guys had a good, safe, fun holiday. Um, you know, celebrated, connected with your higher spirit, got all in alignment. We got a little bit of an action-packed episode today. Um, I'm adjusting myself because we're going to wrap this up with something that, well, I'm not really sure how to introduce it. So I guess we'll see how it happens when the time comes. I'm sure you already got a glimpse at the title, so we'll see when that arrives. But let's start off with some positive stuff, some uh, interesting stuff. The I got a book review for you, which you also saw in the title, The Celestine Prophecy. It is a kind of an adventure book and a book that, huh? how do you describe it? A book that has underlying truths in it. And honestly, these truths might be kind of on the nose. I have no idea. The fact that you listen to this podcast, if you read this book or listen to the audiobook, you're going to read this thing and be like, okay, I think this is nonfiction. Although it's written in the fictional tense, you're going to be like, dude, this has to be real. Like a part of this has to be real, especially with everything we're starting to understand about quantum physics and the quantum realm. I highly recommend it. I'm going to include, maybe I shouldn't do that. I was thinking about including a website link that links to the 12 insights and what these insights are, are insights in the book. And it, and it kind of takes you on a journey of understanding insights. So the first insight is understanding the idea of synchronicities and when things align. And that's kind of the first thing I believe that happens with people on their spiritual journeys. You start seeing synchronicities and you're like, okay, something, something's going on here behind the curtain. I have no idea what it is, but something's going on here. And so this book kind of unpacks it kind of almost unpacks the spiritual journey in a sense. Now, with that being said, I have, you know, when reading it, there are things that I saw like in the eighth insight or so forth that I'm like, Oh, like this kind of makes sense. And, you know, I, it's not like you have to read the, get the insights in order, but it kind of lays it out in a way that it makes sense to deliver the insights in such a way. I guess I'll put them below. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm going to put a link below. I feel like you kind of should just read it to absorb it in, in stride, but the insights are really the golden takeaway from the book. I'll throw them down below. Um, it says that there are 12 insights in this link, but what you got to be aware of is that this book only had, eight or nine, nine insights. Um, and then they made like a extra, uh, what's it called? Like an extra book. They made a, a sequel, which was like three more insights. I haven't read that, but when you click the link and you see 12 insights, that's just to explain that I haven't even really read insights, 10, 11, 12, really the first nine will do it for you. So that's that go read that book. Cause that's pretty dope. It's like a fiction type yeah, I don't know why. I'm just still rambling about it. Um, but valid transition. <laughs> uh, I'm going to New York uh, last week of April, first week of May, uh, like April 30th to May 5th. I'm headed to New York. Just going to go check it out. I really have zero plans, like zero plans. So 
if you're in that area, if you're in that area, come come hang out. Let me know what's up. Let's do something. I all I want to do is really see Central Park, probably check out some museums, and I really want to see the obelisk because I would really put this whole Egypt in perspective maybe. I don't know. I feel like that'd be pretty cool. I don't know how many people have gone to Egypt and then go to Central Park within a month and they're like, "Oh yeah, here's the other obelisk that was here earlier." Maybe we should do like an obelisk tour. That'd be pretty tight. Just bounce cuz there's cuz guys, by the way, obelisks are fucking everywhere. They're in like they're in France, they're in they're just all over the world. So that's something to be note of. Um, and it was because like so many countries kind of helped Egypt with like their dam system and moving some monuments around. So Egypt was just like, here, take some obelisks. We have <laughs> hundreds of them. <laughs> so place these up in your cities and tell people to come visit Egypt. Um, they have them in Rome. They have them in Spain, all over. Uh, but yeah, so New York, that'll be tight. And I guess I'll be recording at least one episode in New York. So be on the lookout for that. Maybe that'd be two weeks. I'd probably be in two weeks. Holy shit. That's coming up fast. Anyhow, do, 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 do transition. Um, next episode. I hope you guys liked the past episode with Sam because that was dope, right? That was probably one of the most like aligned, energetic conversations I've had. And quite frankly, I'm seeing it in the numbers, the download number. She's it's almost the most downloaded podcast to date. Like it's rivaling my very original which I'm sure people go to to listen to like, okay, who is Clayton and quite a valid question. Cause I'm still trying to figure out the answer to that question, <laughs> but I find it fascinating that she's, I think it's like 10 more downloads and the episodes only been out two days. So fuck man, it's pretty tight. Hopefully some people are sticking around and you're like, Oh cool. Clayton actually talks outside of Sam, but Sam's dope. And ironically, the, I don't know if this is irony. I'll let you decide. But the next guest is also named Sam. And we went into it. Um, It was pretty dope. Super dope, interesting guy. But the reason I'm introing him is because at the end of it, I believe it's near the end of the podcast, we talk about um, my trip to the Carnegie Museum of Natural History. Excuse me. And it was fascinating because I'm walking around and and something, some fucking download, whatever you want to call it, uh, download, epiphany. I'm going around. I'm seeing how many millions of years old these dinosaurs are. And I actually have like a little graph in front of me. So, for example, the very original, like small little, what are they called? Trilobites. Trilobites. They had been like little mini arthropods or um, what's that? There's a Pokemon that's like this little like sand creature. Not, not sand shrew, but... Um, it's like super low to the ground. It like I don't know. I, I hopefully you know what I'm talking about. But let's let's see here. That was 541 million years ago that those were on Earth, right? And so if we if we move through it, it took about another 200 million years for early reptiles to come onto the planet. So it's not until 250 million years ago, which is the Jurassic period, where you know the the more upright dinosaurs were walking around. Uh, it gets into the Jurassic period, which was about 50 million years after that. And then, um, yeah. And then the, like the main dinosaurs, like the ones, you know, you know, like Jurassic park, the, uh, land before time, those dinosaurs, those were alive during the Jurassic period, uh, through the Jurassic period into the Ceratosis period. I believe that's it, which went up to 66 million years ago. So 
let me break this down for it. And and this is by by the way, this is called the Mesozoic Era, which is the Jurassic, Jurassic, and the Cretaceous <laughs> periods. So that the Meso the Mesozoic Mesozoic Mesoc. Oh, geez, guys, sorry, I'm trying. <laughs> that period of time lasted almost 200 million years. So let's put this in perspective for a second. That lasted 200 million years was the Mesozoic period. I know I'm pronouncing that wrong. I apologize, guys. But that lasted for 200 million years. And now, let me... Maybe I'm doing a bad job of introing this. So so between that period and the period that we're aware of, right, the, the asteroid hits and then, you know, early horses, early camels start to pop up around 66 million years ago. So now we're in the Cenozoic era and humans, early apes, were only 2.5 million years ago. So write this down if you're having trouble conceptualizing this. Humans, the conscious beings that exist, are 2.5 million years old, right? Like we started our breakaway evolution from 2.5 million years ago. Now, I actually just had like a little pinch that's like, well, technically you could argue that we've been developing since the beginning of the universe, which is billions of years ago. But, you know, let's, (laughs) I I think it's safe to say in our grand scheme of things that it kind of started on earth about 66 million years ago. Now it took 66 million years, let's say for humans, for let's say for us to get to where we are today since the last cataclysmic event. So what I'm having a very difficult time believing, and I know this is a really long drawn out thing, but here's why I, I, I can't come into my point right now for at least 200 million years, there was no conscious life on earth. At least that's what we're propagating, right? For some reason, we believe that, oh, had there been a conscious creature, a self-aware creature, a third density creature, there would have been traces of it 200 million years. Like we would, we would know that. Right. And so I, I'm walking through the, the thing and I'm just like, this doesn't make sense. Like there had to have been a conscious creature, like a self-aware conscious creature. I kind of like that though. Maybe I should patent that. Don't steal that. (laughs) Um, But there had to have been a conscious creature, a conscious entity, some sort of self-aware third density animal on planet Earth during the Mesozoic, the Mesozoic, the Mesozoic, the Mesozoic era. That just, that breaks me. Honestly, that breaks me. For some reason, I'm just like, this has to be true. Um, I don't know. Has anyone else had that thought before? Shoot me a message because I just don't see how it's not possible you know, for that to be a thing. Um, and they even say like, if the meteors were to hit earth today, there would be no record of humans ever existing. Like everything would be gone. If there's a cataclysmic event, the earth would suck everything in and it would just, everything would be gone. So I don't know. To me, I'm like, there had to have been some sort of conscious creatures. So now that we put that in perspective, (laughs) let's talk about a present day issue. And I'm kind of hesitating to talk about it because I don't know how this is going to come across. I really don't. Um, I'm still trying to make sense of it all. So whether that's good or bad, I don't know. 
Here's what I'll say. Uh, I was in the another museum, the Heinz History Center. Excuse me. And I needed to go to the bathroom. Well, I kind of I, so I went to the bathroom, followed the bathroom signs, and I come up to the bathrooms, and you know it's. Sorry about that. <laughs> I come up to the bathrooms. Great time to interrupt. And they're both gender neutral. So, you know, it's like kind of like a whole hallway of not a hallway of bathrooms, but like, you know, you have the cross sectioning of the doors. So I'm coming up to the hall end of the hallway and it's like, go straight for the all gender bathroom, make a quick right for the all gender bathroom. And so I'm honestly not sure what to do because I've never been in this situation before. And so this is all new to me. Right. And I'm looking at them. And I hear in the one in front of me something that indicates to me that there's a woman in there. I, I don't know if it's like the bag, a bag, a purse jingling or, and gosh, you're going to already eat me up. How would you assume that it was a woman? Look, look, look. It, I don't know if it was makeup. You guys get what I'm saying. And so I say to myself, okay, I'm just going to go to the one to the right. And so I go into the one to the right and I'm like, okay, cool. I made the right choice because there's urinals. <laughs> and so I'm like, sick, I, I made the right choice. Now I go, you know, I just had to go number one. So I start peeing and, you know, you pull down your pants or whatever, start peeing and apologize for copper. She's, she's interrupting the best part. So I start peeing and I'm the only one in there. And next thing I know, out of the corner of my eye, my peripheral, three girls walk in. Now, this has never occurred to me before. This is a first in the life of Clay and Kuteri. And the energy that shot through me was like uncomfortability. It was kind of like a what the fuck energy. You know, and I didn't say anything or didn't react because I'm trying to process it because I'm still honestly trying to process it. I really don't know what to make of it. And so, yeah, I, you know, I leave and went with my mom. And so I'm like, mom, you know, this thing just happened. I don't really know like what to think. And, you know, part of me is like trying to articulate what I'm thinking to my mom and the things that came out or things that came up was like, you know, there's a, there's kind of an unwritten rule with guys. And if you're a girl listening, definitely ask any guy this, he'll verify. There's an unwritten rule between guys where like, if you're at a urinal and there's multiple urinals open, you avoid going to the one that's right beside the guy that they're going to the bathroom. Cause like you just give them your space. Now, if you're standing at all these urinals and a guy comes up and stands right beside you, it feels a little awkward. It felt like a similar energy. Now, obviously, these girls were, you know, I don't know. They had to be within five feet of me as I'm taking a piss. But there's just this, like, weird feeling of, like, you know, my wiener. (laughs) Excuse me for the the talk, but, like, my wiener should not be out. I don't know what the proper term is. A phallical, a phallus. My phallus should not be out whenever a woman's in the same room, right? Like, I just feel like that's proper. Like, if if my phallus is out, you know, we're about to have sex or shit's, you know, getting hot and heavy. But for it to happen with females that I've never even seen or talked to before, to me, that's just 
I don't know. That's just crazy in my eyes. Like I, I don't know. Is that, is that what we want to normalize? You know, I, I'm open to have this conversation with, you know, gender neutral type stuff, but you know, people, but to me, like, can I get like an old man's bathroom? Is that a privileged thing to ask for that? I can just have a men's bathroom for just men because it makes me uncomfortable that women are walking by me. I mean, is the criticism going to be that I should be comfortable with anybody watching me pee? Is that the standard that we want to set for like people? And guys, I'm purely just trying to ask questions here because I just don't know. I really don't. I'm trying to figure this all out. And, you know, I, I don't really want to make this show about politics, but to me, like, this is something that's impacting my life and I wanted you guys to catch up with me. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Um, you know, I have, you know, lesbian friends. I have, I don't have, I'm not sure if I know too many, I do know a couple of trans, but like, I don't know, I guess not well enough that I'd bring this up. But to me, it's like, do we like, what do we do here? And does this kind of start falling into what we're doing with like the whole sports thing? Is there a transition there where, you know, if we have a males and a females league, do we just, that's an interesting comparison, actually. How can we do male and female league still with sports, but you know, for the bathrooms, it's all the same. I think that's an interesting question because to me, and maybe I'll get some crush back, slap back for this. I don't care. I guess I'm speaking my truth. Why not have that being the situation for even sports? Why can't there just be a gender league and then female, male, and then, you know, let's say transgender league. And then wouldn't it make sense to do that with the bathrooms as well? I don't know. I really don't. I'm just proposing the questions and I'm down to have a sweet dialogue, a cool dialogue about it because I, I really don't know. I'm kind of, you know, I don't, I don't see it making the most sense that I, that we normalize guys having their penises out, taking a piss when girls walk into the same room. Like, I don't know if that's societal conditioning and maybe that's an argument that people would bring up is like, Oh, society conditions you to think that's a bad thing. But do we want that? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, I'm just proposing the questions. Think about it. Get back to me. I'm down to have a conversation, but I will leave you on red if you come at me angered because I don't have time or energy for that. Already getting enough of that from random people who don't believe in spirituality. So (laughs) Uh, I don't know. To me, those are the, the crazy things in life, though. So I don't know. Other than that, I don't really have any else to talk about, guys. But I guess we're back in the swing of things. That was a little bit longer one of a of a recording. Anyhow, I'm rambling now. Um, I love you guys. Take care. Thank you for listening to my thoughts and my week in review. So look out for the Sam episode next week. Go back and listen to the previous Sam last week if you haven't, because man, the entire conversation was just pure flow. I mean, someone even messaged me on Instagram and was like, oh, like, you know, that like I felt like it was in a different world. That's what she said. She said, I felt like I was in a different world listening to you and Sam talk. (sighs) That's cool. Also check out my digital course. I'll help you heal trauma. Help you be in the flow. All that fun stuff. It's fucking works guys. Go get it. Like, I don't, I don't know why nobody's buying it. (laughs) Maybe I'm going to fucking jack up the price more because nobody to just tell you guys how much value there is. Go get it. Go buy it. It fucking works. I've been using it for months, years. I use it every day. Honestly, it's like not a lot of content, but it is the most powerful content that you will see. 
It doesn't take a long time to watch. It's super small barrier to entry. You know, you're investing in yourself. So go invest in yourself. And with that being said, Conscious Monkeys, I will talk to you soon. So until then, let's grow together.